everyone and welcome. Thank you for sharing space with us today, but most of all, showing up for yourself. I am your host, Jen, from The Magical Merchants, where we answer your metaphysical questions, questions submitted by yourself in a judgment-free, anonymous, and safe space. Let's begin. episode is brought to you by The Magical Merchants. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy, or shop locally with us today. Hey everybody, so we're going to be doing something a little bit different today to bring some joy and laughter into your day while we go ahead and answer each other 10 questions that we have not seen before in hopes to see if we can make you laugh and learn a little bit more about ourselves. My co-host today is my husband of almost 22 years. Hello. That is Matthew, and we will go ahead and start this. Okay. You want me to ask you your first question? (laughs) I do. Okay. What is a recurring dream you have? A reoccurring dream that I always have is either I'm at school and I lose my combination to my locker or I forget my class schedule, which makes me feel like that dream means if I were to interpret it for somebody else, (laughs) I feel like maybe I'm in a direction of life that I don't feel I'm certain about course or an action of life. School. School. Nightmare. Well, no, school for me wasn't such a nightmare. I enjoyed school. I know you had a different interpretation of school. A little bit. A little bit different there. All right. So your question is, Do you have habits or afflictions that inhibit your life every day? Habits. Oh, yeah. I have a chapstick habit. Oh, yeah. Love chapstick. You got frantic in the car Uh, yesterday trying to find the chapstick. Yeah, need my chapstick. Um, I think that's really the only thing I have that inhibits. I need to have my chapstick with me. Okay. And do you have a favorite kind? Oh, yeah. The chapstick medicated. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. Does it bring you comfort? Like, to smell it? Does it, like, calm you down? It smells the... I guess it has camphor in it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, soft, slippery lips. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay, your turn. All right. What does spiritualism mean to you? That's a good one. Yeah. I feel like anything can be a spiritualistic type of a moment. Everything. Everything. It like encompasses. I mean, just I think that everything is commingling with itself. I mean, if we break ourselves down to the core, we're all the same matter. We're all the same material. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's kind of a huge question to try to put a time on time limit on there. 
Okay, your turn? Yep, roll. Do it. What is one thing you believe that people could do every single day? Just one thing to change the whole world. That's funny, because I have a similar question for you. Really? We didn't uh, we didn't look at each other's questions. We just kind of freeballed this today. Okay. This is a great question, though. Okay. One thing that somebody could do yeah. every day yeah. is help somebody else out. I think if anybody, or excuse me, if everybody would help one person out each day, hopefully that will, as they say, pay it forward from the next person and the next person. And people will be... Quit being so petty towards each other. I have a backup question, I guess, to that one. So, what do you mean by doing something for each other each day? Are you talking like grand scale, or are you talking small scale too? Just small scale. Even like uh, when we were at the store the other day, and the guy dropped his credit card, and you stopped, you you know, hollered at him, come back, and you know, you dropped your credit card. It's those little things. A lot of people won't do that for other people. They'll just look the other way. Um, so if everybody was to say something or even say something nice about the other person, say, oh, like you've told me, like, oh, your shirt looks very beautiful today, or, you know, I think that boosts people's self-esteem, boosts people's confidence in the human race, and so on and so forth. I like that. Yeah. I do. So do I. So right. I'm going to get that same question here in just a little no, bit? No, no, similar. Oh, so. uh, Okay. What is your best technique to stay calm amongst panic? Uh, to be honest, this whole situation... Oh, you can put some chapstick on? I'll put some chapstick on right now. <laughs> Were you worried that you didn't have enough right there? All right. Perfect. Can you repeat my question? Okay. What is your best technique to stay calm amongst oh, panic? thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I feel like... My best technique the other day when I kind of was thinking, wow, school's off for six weeks. The stores have nothing on the shelves. And I looked at you and I said, can I have a hug? So for my best technique, my (laughs) my best technique is to feel reassurance and validation that things are okay, but if I had to be, I guess, by myself and figure that out, I sit down in my rocking chair. I just try to get grounded and just breathe. If I focus on right now, the only thing I need to concentrate on is just this second, and in this second, all I need to do is breathe. When you take all the other stuff away, it feels easier to cope. And my hugs. Yeah, and hugs. I like human interaction. Yeah, that's good. What is your favorite saying? You mean quote? Quote, yeah. Quote, quote saying. Um, I do have so many quotes. You do. You're a quote collector, just I like am. I am. I am. So, um, my favorite one. Uh-huh. Is a Harry Potter quote. Of course. A Dumbledore quote, of course. Of course, yes. It goes, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. 
Which also happens to be inside your bathroom downstairs. Absolutely. Yeah, in yep. your Harry Potter themed bathroom. Yep. Surprisingly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was ironic too, because I was going through all of the Harry Potter quotes, not even knowing that that was one of your favorite quotes, and it just happened to be one of the ones that I picked to be downstairs. Yep, you did good. I, I did. I did. Wow, I must know you or something, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah? Oh, okay. Okay, right. ready? Yeah. Do you think food can be linked to spiritualism? Are you joking? Because that is one of my questions, too. You copied me. I didn't. You sat on the other side of the room. I'm pretty sure you copied me. Yes. I feel like food 100% carries energy. The vibrations and the energy. You can feel the difference between if somebody makes, let's say, a vegetarian lasagna. You can feel the difference between if they did it with love and they were excited about what they were doing versus if they did it really angrily or they hurried. The food tastes different and you can feel that. Mm -hmm. um, different meats carry different vibrations. I feel like um, that's the reason why I've tried to go more towards the plant-based life for our family and cut out all of the ingredients that aren't from the earth because I feel like those are kind of manufactured be like the difference between having a synthetic color versus a natural color that natural color is always going to be more beautiful mm -hmm. it's true yeah okay. like it. all right my turn okay go for it what is your favorite stone crystal or rock that you have and why Oh boy, I have a lot of rocks. Um, my favorite stone is labradorite. It has to be labradorite. I think it invokes a special sense of magical powers. It, well, for me, I guess. Um, I think stones do a lot of different things for different people. And labradorite is usually for protection too, but I think it uh, invokes people's powers, or mine at least. So, plus it's beautiful. Plus it's plus it's absolutely fun. stunning. <laughs> what is your favorite kind of music to boost your mood? I have tons of playlists, but you're talking about boosting my mood. Boosting your mood, putting you in a good, happy mood, pumped up. Well, it's kind of embarrassing to say. You gotta say it. I talked about talked about my chapstick. <laughs> well, I really, really enjoy some songs that maybe not I shouldn't necessarily be listening to, but it's my nineties nineties rap. My nineties rap and hip hop. Yeah. Though I do try to listen to the ones that are the clean version because I do feel like I mean, cuss words are amazing to let out frustration, and I'm not against that by no means. But I also feel like they also can carry vibrations as well. And so if I want to be in a positive mood, I don't really want to hear a whole bunch of that. If I'm like in a more angry, aggressive type of mood, and I want to get that out, then yeah, for sure. But... 
And your, yours is more of a 90s boy band. Yeah, like dance, dance yeah, mixes. Dance, 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 yeah. Yeah, like come and ride the train. Right, <laughs> exactly. And sing them. Okay, is it my turn? Yep. What do you feel is the difference between twin flames and soulmates? Oh, gosh. That's a long topic. Right? Right. The difference, um, soulmates, I think, are more pairing for each other. Okay. This is my own, my own personal opinion. Soulmates okay. Soulmates would be a, a good balance for each other. Right. Twin flames would be someone that walks along with you during your path of like, life. Like a mirror? Like a mirror almost. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think a soulmate is should balance you perfectly. You know, the, the light and the dark kind of thing. I think they should balance you. You should, your partner should be able to pick up where you leave off. Wow. Can we just, can we just <laughs> golf clap that one? Golf clap. <laughs> that, that was really great. We, lot, didn't, yeah. we didn't even rehearse any of this stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm full of them. We have a lot of knowledge between us. Okay. Okay. So, I gotta flip my page. Just get ready for the next one. Ready? Yeah. Why do you think more people are turning to meditation and or metaphysical type lifestyles? Love this question. That's a great question right there. That's a great question, and we talk about this all the time inside the car. All Mm -hmm. the time inside the car, all the time before we go to bed. Yeah. It's one of my favorite topics. One of, yeah. We should have just talked about that the whole entire time. That one, yeah, we'll have to do that one. I feel like the reason that people are turning to this sort of stuff is because they're finding that they want to either add to their religion that they already have, or they feel like maybe a slight change is a pending, that they need to kind of mix it up. I don't feel like any religion quite honestly, is negative. We can grab from every single religion something. We can find balance inside all of it. I would never want to tell somebody that what they feel is wrong or right. I We all need to learn from each other. And I feel like that's what happened. One person gave it to somebody, and then that person was like, wow, that worked. And then they gave it to somebody else. I think that that's how a lot of religion is passed on as Word well. What? Word of mouth. Word of mouth, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a very large topic to yeah. cover. In yeah. Religious question. And uh, I think a lot it, of people are confused on the starting point of how to get into the metaphysics of, of certain things. Right. I know. So this this one will be the next podcast. Boom, there it is. Boom. Who's the next one? You ask me. Well, okay, so you get the same question back. Do you feel that food carries energies? Absolutely. I mean, when I eat, you know, uh, a burger, I feel great. No. But yeah, it's you eat something that's all greasy and fatty and not good for you you're gonna feel it you're gonna it's gonna weigh you down you're gonna you're not only that 
the health risks from it, you feel guilty. So I think when you start to feel guilty about what you eat, that's where the energy comes from. Or versus like uh, you eat some very healthy veggie soup of some kind. It's going to fill you up. You're going to feel good about it. Your energy is going to shift. Um, so yeah, I think there's all kinds of different foods that will invoke different energies inside your body. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I give great answers, I know. <laughs> okay, my turn. Okay. What do you think your spirit animal is? Oh. I have a lot. But I think mm -hmm. I have two major ones. One, obviously, is what I bring to everything and everyone and basically put in everybody's face, which would be an, an owl. owl. Yeah, an owl. <laughs> so I feel like an owl carries a lot of wisdom. Um, they like to be seen, kind of like majestical type. They're not intrusive, but they, it, they do stand there and then you're like, oh my gosh, they're right there and you're kind of drawn to them. And so I feel like that's kind of what I would like to encompass is that people feel like they can come to me um, if they need guidance and wisdom, but it's not like I'm pushing it super hard on them. Does that make sense? Mysterious and wise. Mysterious and wise. Good one. Good one. And then the other one is the rabbit. Rabbits show up all the time for me. And I feel like my other spirit animals interchange all the time. But for the most part, it's the rabbit, and the rabbit likes to move from idea to idea very, very quickly. And so I do feel like I do that. I am very creative, and so I have all these different ideas and all this different stuff that I want to like give people and gift people. And then um, sometimes I'm very... Um, hmm not mindful of time and how long things will take. So reference to Alice in Wonderland. Really? Rabbit, rabbit keeping time. Oh, yeah. Gotta go, gotta go. Tea yeah. time. Good one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yep, shoot. Do you believe in guardian angels and do you believe you have one? Absolutely. I'm going to say my guardian angel is my grandfather. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah. My uh, grandfather, John, um, he, uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like that little voice in the back of your head is coming from him. I learned a lot from him when I was younger, and he's a extremely smart individual. Smartest man I've ever known, so... When I'm doing things, I can kind of hear his voice telling me to what to do, how to do it. It's so, beautiful. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next. Which element do you feel the best around? The fire, water, earth, you know? Right. Air. Air. You feel good right. when you breathe air? I do feel like... Okay, so... I feel like I have a lot of emotion. So for me, I would totally rule out like being submerged inside water. 
but I do like the ocean. And then with fire, I'm, I don't feel like I'm really drawn to a lot of fire because I'm very hot all the time. Like, especially when I'm around people with good energy. If anyone's ever seen me teach a class or even do a one-on-one, I'm a sweaty Betty right away. And it's because I can feel it all and I've kind of turned on that light switch. That's one thing. So probably not fire. And then air. I do like how air comes in and it changes the temperatures and stuff like that. If the air could come in right now and take away snow in March, that would be fabulous. And so earth. And which is funny because the sign for Taurus is earth. So that would make most sense because I don't like to go in deep water. That kind of frightens me. But that you really like sand. But yeah, so that really calms you down. What? To be underwater. I do oh yeah, that's my sign. Scorpio is is water. But you know, I, I'm almost more drawn to fire. I love yeah. having a fire in the out in the backyard. Well, Scorpios are very fiery. The best is is sitting next to a fire with my shoes off on the earth when the wind's blowing and drinking a glass of water. <laughs> Boom. So you just are you just showing it's off? All of it, right? In the, are you right just showing off time. right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, my okay, turn. Your turn. This one's really, really deep. Okay. If you were on a spiritual ladder and you had 10 rungs, which rung would you be on? Hmm. Like on the total enlightenment? Is Correct. So it's like the toppest of the top would be like moving things with your mind, you know, astral projecting, talking to me. Oh, I feel like we talk to each other through our heads anyway. But so what do you so, feel? That's 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 tough because I'm constantly trying to reach that top rung. Um, I'm trying to break through because there's some questions that I can't answer. Uh, after all the books that I've read, I think I don't, I don't know. I'd probably say I'm around around a seven. Yeah. Because I know I could do a lot of things. Right. Empathic. Um, I don't know. The, you name it. I I just can't get certain questions, and I don't even know what it is I'm I'm looking for quite yet. Because I've gone down the path of stones or Buddhism or all kinds of religions, um, the good, the bad. I've studied all of it, but there's there's some pieces missing. Right. That's why I'm always searching for a, a different book or different podcast to listen to. Um, astral projection, I've done a lot of study on that, and I've practiced it quite a bit, where to the point where I can like, transport myself to the forest, and I could smell every single smell of the pine trees and everything. Uh-huh. I can. So I don't know. I don't know where that last rung is. If there is a last rung. If that right, right, I mean, right. you. I think you do. You just keep on learning and keep on growing from. Um, I don't think there is a final rung, but if there was a 
You want to reach that. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's more. There's a lot more. A lot more people. That's, that's why I think you, like when you said that you can pull a little bit of something out of every religion or everybody has a little bit of knowledge you can learn from. I think that says a lot of truth. I think you learn a lot of it, a lot of it from different authors or different teachers, whether it be a, a Buddha or a Jesus or a, a Merlin or whatever it may be. Every little person can give you one little thing you might not have known, and that'll right. help you get higher up that ladder. Yeah, learning from each other. Mm -hmm. I feel like every single person, even children, can give us tools. Absolutely. I mean, just like my nephew and him, his dad saying to him, I, we were reading the other day, I just think that's so profound when he put that little seashell up to his ear mm -hmm. and my brother said, I don't know if you can hear the ocean inside that, that's too small. And then he said, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, I can only hear a lake. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, like, where do kids get that stuff from, right? Right. It's it's amazing. Good, good stuff. Okay. Okay, here's a big one. Okay. If you had all the power in the world and you can change one thing, what would, what would you change? One thing. You had all the magic, the power, whatever it may be. Well, I mean, I have my... I, I believe that... <laughs> If people were kinder to each other and people would be able to be honest with one another, not honest like cruelty, but honest in fairness and direction, how wonderful that would be to eradicate money. Money. That's a big thing people fight over. Right. I mean, wars happen because of it. Friendships are lost because of it. People try to compete with other people for it. I mean, people are even killed for it. Absolutely. And so how wonderful would that be if it was built on like a mutual exchange? So I have this good and you have this good and how can we trade that? Or just helping each other out with kindness and... But... People really like to be in control and they like power, so that would be a hard one yeah. to get rid of. Oh, absolutely. So I guess mine is a, a couple different answers. Because if, if I gave the world kindness, if everybody was kind to one another, which I don't think everything is rainbows and puppy dogs. I'm not on that side of it but if we could all be kind to one another and even if somebody was angry or they got their feelings hurt just coming to that person and being honest instead of having to tiptoe around somebody because you're afraid of hurting their feelings because you don't know how they're going to treat you mm -hmm. right right and everyone needs money a, is the root of all evil as they say and everyone needs a hug yeah, and I guess I give good hugs, right? Yeah, but you have time limits. Time limits, yeah. Short hugs. You say, okay, that's it, now get away. It's quality, not quantity. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, so you're done with all your questions. No, one more. 
No, because I'll need my question to be the final question. Right. Wouldn't that be crazy if we had the exact same question down? See, I think you cheated. No, I got 10. Okay. I think you miscounted. I think you miscounted because I answered all of mine. All right, you ready? Yeah, go. What core belief got you through the darkest times? The core belief in... And you're right. I did miscalculate and you were 100% correct because I have one more after this. I know it. Right. Yeah. Okay. You were totally right. So my, my core belief in like life or... So when you were at like your darkest moments, when you're in the pit of despair, hmm. what got you through it? Mm, honestly, I, I uh, always turned to music. Yeah. Always like listening to music, but uh, I guess my search for knowledge, I don't ever want to give up on things I want to learn in this lifetime if that makes any kind of sense no no <laughs> so um I don't know it's it's when you're you're in those darkest times and you you want to give up on everything or you you think so many bad things have happened to you in life it's where do you want to go from here you want to give up on life or do you want to search for more meaning in your life got it so a lot of times and that's where it goes back to my grandfather always he's so smart and you know he's kind of like you know the jack of all trades his yeah name was jack yeah his nickname was jack so i don't know i just try to learn so much stuff about life whether it's carving wood to working on a motorcycle. I like to, I want the full gamut of knowledge, you know, as, or as, um, as I say, Odin gave his eye to have all the knowledge in the world, but I want that. So it's as, um, self-centered as that might, may be, but I want as much as I can learn stuffed into my little brain as I can and so when I get into those darkest times I put on some music and even though the music might be slow and humdrum kind of music I know how to do this I want to know how to do that I want to and that's where I turn to books and I start reading books the all kinds of spiritualism books so Buddhism. you so from what I'm hearing you find something to spark the next joy. Yeah, to turn on the light in the darkest times. There you go. Wow, yeah. wrapping that back around there. Bingo. Bingo. Okay. Okay. Near this is this is the best one, right? And you probably have the same one. I bet you it is. Okay. What do you want the world to know about Jen? Oh, that's actually not it, and I know where you got that from, yeah. so there you go. That's good stuff. I want the world to know you can talk to me. I mean, quite honestly, I don't feel like there's one person that I don't try to interact with, but there is so much love and so much joy 
that people can feel just by interacting with one another that I just want people to know that I'm a real person and that you can really talk to me and that I really love my family time. Sometimes I have to set up those boundaries to say, I can't do that. And that's so hard for me, but I always try to make time for everyone. And even if people message me at three o'clock in the morning, sometimes I'm awake then because my spiritualism is trying to awaken me so that I answer that. But I feel like I'm able to be there for as many people as I can. Does that make sense? That's good. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I like I like people to talk to me about everything. Right? Yeah. I think more people should be open like that. Talk to... But everybody is so closed off, I think. They don't want to bring up sensitive subjects or offend anybody. Right. But. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I know that there's a core belief that I try to keep to because I know that there's some people that are very sensitive and I don't want anybody to feel like I'm off-putting. Yeah. Yeah, I think more people should be to talk. People yeah. should talk about anything and everything. Right. And you should be more approachable like you. But some people do find it annoying. Yeah, well. Because, like, I talk to everybody. And they're missing out. Oh, well, that's nice of you. Yeah. All right. Hit me with the last one. This one is wonderful. What do you feel is one thing people need to have hope during uncertain times? So, like, right now, we're going through this coronavirus thing, right? Yeah. And we're, we're out at the grocery store just getting regular grocery items. And to watch somebody running as fast as they can because a pallet of water was just put out. I mean, I could feel that. And I could feel that anxiety rising inside of them. So, how? what do you feel like people can hold on to to get them through these uncertain times um you always want me to say it'll be all right everything will be all right but you know these times right now i think uh a lot of people need to shut off their facebook their twitter their instagram their news just shut it all off and spend some time with their family play some games and just forget about it for a few days. Yeah. So I think that people are are being overwhelmed by other people, and those people are being overwhelmed by those people, and so on and so forth. It just spreads. And the whole thing about the news and social media is nobody wants to report the good stuff. It's very rare to report the good stuff because people people like hearing about the bad stuff for some reason. Well, that's in no way shape or form the way this world should operate they need to put out more good than bad because you know obviously you you focus on the bad you're going to get bad and that's uh, this is a perfect example of it people are always focused on focusing on the bad currently and that's all they're getting is the bad so if they were to change their thought process start realizing that 
will pull out of this our technology our medical fields everything is so advanced this is gonna pass like everything else the yeah. the, the SARS the all the other viruses and scares that we've had over the years H1N1 was another one that was I think flu. that one was the last one right I don't remember it's there's so many we've all gone through it we've all gone through it we've been past it we've got through it and by this is the first time I've ever seen somebody freak out about water or anything else I, that's the first time when we went to the grocery store I've ever seen anybody act like that we need to send resources to and so on and so forth just like we give contributions to those when we see that there is um, a hurricane or a tsunami or we send relief money there or care packages to make sure. I also want to just address to anybody that has been affected by this in a negative way with the coronavirus, if you've lost a loved one or if you are suffering right now with um, this illness, that you know we do reach out to you and we feel deeply sorrow for you and for the efforts that people are trying to make to protect one another by not going outside, by um, doing pickup orders or Amazon orders, and by having contact less with each other, which is, you know, obviously sad because I am a person that loves to be with other people. Um, making sure to wash your hands, of course, for um, singing the whole alphabet. I think you're supposed to sing it either once or twice. Um, making sure to use warm water and help each other that have weakened immune systems um, find that they stay away from the people that could be um, affected by this. But I think that what you're trying to say is, is that there is, we need to find that joy and that spark and that love and light back. This could be a, a way of the world saying you need to um, quit all the fake news and spend some time with your family. I feel like not all, obviously I have to do it like this because we are the balance to each other, but I feel like not all social media is bad. I feel like that there's a lot of content that people put out that is funny and that is, I mean, just like my nephew and the seashell, um, that type of stuff makes me laugh so much or when you are feeling stressful to... Um, look at those pages of those puppy dogs that are rolling around on the ground or throwing their dog dish at their owners to say feed me but I do hear what you're saying that the con the human connection of the core family has been kind of on a ride because of cell phones and mm -hmm. so on and so forth yep. so bringing that family core value back yeah so basically the I, back to the question. Yeah. One thing to take away. Yeah. Is we'll obviously get through it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll get through this. The Magical Merchants, we're here for you. You can obviously ask us any questions that you want to. Go to themagicalmerchants at gmail.com and submit your question. We welcome them so that we can figure out which podcasts to do next. Yep, I think we have one in mind. I think we do have one in mind. So we just want to say thank you to you guys. 
Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to us. Thank you again for holding space with me today. It was my pleasure. And remember to be that beacon of light and love for others to shine like the sun and live like the moon. We all go through phases and that's okay. But just remember to keep showing up for yourself. And until next time. We'll talk to you on the magical side soon. <laughs>